This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome back, mother lovers, to another episode of Last Call at McLaren's a How I Met Your Mother podcast. I am Josh here, joined by my awesome co-host John. John, how are you doing today, dude? I'm doing excellent. Always excited to be here recording Last Call at McLaren's. Yeah, buddy, and we are here today with season one, episode twelve, Woo-hoo. the wedding. Uh, the beginning of what I like to call a two-part episode, even though it's technically not a two-part episode, with this and drum roll, please. It's, it's going to be a good time. I hope Absolutely. you guys are ready. All right. So, episode 12 of The Wedding aired originally January 9th of 2006, the first of the year. Well, not the first of the year, but the first episode <laughs> first of that episode. year. Yes. Uh, directed... Uh, of course, by Pamela Fryman, written by Courtney Kang. We saw her uh, earlier this season. This is her second episode. She previously uh, did Return of the Shirt. Woo! And, uh, she goes on to write some some good episodes, man. She she does Mobius Designs. Huh. She does uh, the Sexless Innkeeper. Okay. Trilogy Time. Sandcastles in the Sand, and one of our faves, Slap Bet. Yeah, she does actually a few of my favorite episodes. Then yeah, she does. She does some real, some real key episodes. I, I That's think. actually pretty badass. Like that makes me respect yeah. her so much more. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I mean, and it, it explains like if you look at the, these episodes, these are like really well done episodes. And so when I saw that it was her, I was like, oh, that explains why this episode is is kind of like as good as it is. Yeah, uh, just you know, you have good writing on it. Uh, so, the summary for this episode, Ted invites Robin to be his plus one at a wedding, but his plans lead to unexpected trouble with the <laughs> bride and groom. Yeah. All kinds unexpected of- troubles. That's a, that's polite. That, that's true. So, uh, as usual, I do have some side notes. Uh, this episode, we do officially get the very first appearance of Victoria, someone who becomes very important throughout this show. Uh, though at this point, when we do meet her at the end, we don't know her name yet. Though, if you pay attention to the credits, her name is in the credits. True. Which I thought was interesting. I was like, okay, she does have a name, even though it's obviously not said, because there's no dialogue there with her. Uh, this is also the first appearance of uh, Stuart and Claudia. They come back uh, a few they times a few throughout times. the show. And we also, if you're not pay- if you're not really paying attention, we get our first reference to Sandy Rivers. Yeah, I, I caught that this time. I, didn't, I don't think I've ever noticed that before. Yeah, I thought that. I was like, oh, shit, they're talking about Sandy. Because in she doesn't say Sandy Rivers, and she doesn't, I don't even think she says he. Or I, you know, because, like, so, I don't think, she, I mean, I'd have to go back and rewatch. Uh, I wasn't paying that close attention to to the pronoun if she even used one um so like theoretically you could just assume it was a woman you could you know? and maybe that was the plan originally maybe it wasn't gonna be uh like guy maybe it was just a throwaway name i have no idea now but, uh, correct me if i'm wrong back. the actor who plays sandy's married to one of the cast members yes uh allison hannigan actually oh okay his name is, uh, I believe, Alexis Denisoff. He okay. was uh, he was on uh, the show Angel. Is that how they met? 
I, I would assume, yeah. And on Angel uh, oh, Buffy, might, I think he was actually on Buffy first because okay. he, he was um, Faith's uh, watcher. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so I'm assuming that's where they first met. You know, that would make sense. I mean, I guess it's possible that they had met before that, but I think that's where they first met. So. But yeah, a little little cool little tidbit. You get a there's a few cool uh, couples you know, that happen throughout this show. It, it's actually really funny though that you mentioned the whole Buffy thing because I realized today watching season one, you know, Allison Hannigan hadn't fully formed Lily into the character that we know like in later seasons. Yeah, and watching her in the these two episodes specifically, there's a couple points where I'm like. I get a lot of vibes of um, Michelle from American Pie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess And I'm that. like, ah, it makes me <laughs> cringy because yeah. I hate that character. Yeah. Like, I love the American Pie movies, but Allison Hannigan's role in them is one of my least favorite parts of those movies. No, so I get that, like, yeah. She, she starts arguing with Marshall about the wedding at one point, and she's all like, Oh why? Uh, and I was like, "Oh God, it's fucking it's Michelle from American Pie." <laughs> I guess uh, it sticks with you even after all those years. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was like, what was that? Nineteen ninety nine, I think. Yeah. When that movie came out. Yeah. So we're talking six years, seven years, you know, after yeah. this, and yeah, you know, it, it does stick. It does stick. Um. But yeah, so let's let's dive in, man. I, I'm excited to talk it. about these episodes. Episode uh, starts out future Ted talking about uh, about weddings and, and how he's uh, always checks a plus one, you know, because he's oh. optimistic. John, he's optimistic about love. Yeah, he, he thinks he'll have somebody. Yeah, and, but I love how he talks about though. It also like you know checking that box means like you know exactly what you're going to be doing in three months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, he, he's, he's ever the optimist, always thinking he's gonna, he's gonna meet the one, whether it, whether it happens or not. Uh, then we get a shot of Ted and he's like, while this is, you know, he, future Ted is talking about all this. We see present Ted, uh, opening up an invitation, checking it off, but we don't actually get to see what he checks. You know, we're meant to obviously believe that he's checking plus one because that's what, you know, the way future Ted is talking about it. But as we learn later on, not quite what happens here. <laughs> so we flash forward uh, two months and 26 days uh, just before the wedding. It's like a day or two before the wedding. Ted is on the phone with Barney trying to figure out uh, who he's going to bring to the wedding. Because, you know, as far as he knows, he has a plus one. And Barney thinks he should just go stag like him. Yep. Ted is, is reluctant to do that. Because he says that he uh, essentially he says he feels guilty about the wasted money on the food, and I'm like, I, I don't know if I buy that, man. <laughs> like, really? Do you really I care mean, that much? A shitty reason to be like, oh, I need a date. I mean, we find out later on that this wedding costs like four hundred thousand dollars. I think a two hundred dollar piece of fish ain't gonna break the bank. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm just saying. I, it's a drop in the bucket. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I don't think that's gonna matter. I think it's I think it's just Ted. I think he knew who he wanted to ask. Oh, but, I mean, God, you know? is, yeah. But he just I think he was just too afraid to do it. But so he was keeping that that option open, and that that's the big reason why. Uh, future Ted chimes in again and reveals that, like I said, he knew who he wanted to bring, uh, and of course that was Robin. Though he says uh, you know, she was dating Derek at the time. Then we flash to the bar, and Robin reveals that she and Derek have broken up. So no no longer with the hundred millionaire that we met in the previous uh, episodes. You know what's funny is, all in all, that dude only got like ten minutes of screen time. If that, man. Really? Like, yeah, it, was, it wasn't much at all. But I think much. he was in what, like mentioned and and or appeared in like three episodes yeah which i was like shocked i didn't i didn't think about the fact that he had that much exposure in the show that he was around that like long. he's talked about quite a bit yeah and like i mean like derek this derek that 100 millionaire blah 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 
But you don't very much like you get a glimpse of a shot of a picture of him here, but like, yeah, man, his character is just like shit into a toilet and flushed really quickly. Yeah, Ted is is visibly happy to hear this news. He, he's 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 trying to keep it to himself. But I, I was gonna say if that's the audience, he had jumped in joy. Oh yeah, as as the audience, we are looking at Ted and seeing just how excited he is that Robin and Derek have broken up. It's like, they're obviously uh, kind of uh, oblivious to the, to the to his face, you know, because no one else seems to notice. I was going to um, say, if you would have think somebody would have noticed Ted's, like, gleeful little gaze, but, like... <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I didn't think it was that, uh, it was that hidden, but no, no one else noticed. I mean, everybody was pretty yeah. much focused on Robin, though. So it's I true. mean, it's we'll true. give it the we'll give it the slide on this one. That's true. Uh, so after after that, Robin heads uh, to the bar for a drink, and Ted tells the others that he thinks uh, his feelings for Robin may be resurfacing. <laughs> I don't think they ever like went underground. To be no. honest with you, like, no. And they make that comment during this like part of the episode too. Like everybody's yeah. like, "Oh, resurfacing!" Like they've gone so far away. Yeah, man. They they bust his as he like as he says at some point. Uh, it's either in this episode or the next one. Uh, they are busting his apple bags. Yeah, I thought <laughs> when I heard that and actually caught that expression, I was like, "What kind of expression is that?" Like, I know. Bust Apparently, because. I think it's in the next episode that it's done because I believe it was while I was listening to the audio commentary for the next episode, um, and they say that it's like a southern colloquialism, so huh. something from from makes sense down that south. Ted would know that kind of. Yeah, it's like one one of the writers apparently it was a saying that they used a lot, and so that's why it wound <laughs> up in the episode, which I thought was really funny. But yeah, you know the the whole table busting Ted's apple bags right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ted then explains why he thinks it's a good idea and then heads up to the bar. Uh, meanwhile, Barney, Lily, and Marshall stay at the booth and uh, talk about the upcoming wedding. We, this is where we learn whose wedding it is because the entire time we don't know whose wedding no. it is until right now. We find out it's a it's some characters called Stuart and Claudia. We never have not met them yet. This is the first time that we will be meeting them. And according to Barney, Claudia is way too hot for Stuart. It's true. I would agree with that. Uh, yeah, 100%. Uh, then we get our first glance at uh, Marshall and Lily's wedding planning issues as they have very different ideas uh, for what they want. Lily yeah. wants a more modern outdoor wedding, while Marshall wants a more traditional wedding in like a ballroom. And I find this really interesting because they essentially wind up getting both. They do. In the end. You know, they have the big indoor wedding. And then, but they actually get married outside by a yeah. tree with just the gang. So I think that's kind of cool that you know they they wanted these two very two very different styles of weddings, and in the end they wind up actually getting I'm, both getting what they wanted in, in I'm one way. Pretty wedding. sure that's why they do it that way. Oh, I'm sure it is. But it what is. I thought was really funny about this scene specifically is there's a there's a joke in here, and in a way the joke doesn't age very well. But okay. in the same time, it's still extremely funny. And that's Marshall's trying to beg and plead about, like, the wedding. And he's like, you know, I've been dreaming about this day for a long time. And Lily goes, what, since you were a little girl? Yeah. And I was like, okay, first off, this is the guy you're fucking marrying. Yeah. One. Two. Yes, I agree with the fact that the wedding day is pretty much all about the bride. We know that. Like, it's her day to look beautiful and be above her friends, and it's the happiest day of her life. But guess what? If the man has to be there, too, and if the man's not having a good time, I mean, it's going to look bad. I'm going to say this. As someone who has been married, I hate this trope in TV and movies. I hate this, oh, the wedding is all about the bride. No. It's not like it's pregnancy, where it's the woman who's carrying the child. Fair enough. Like, like the wedding, a wedding is about two people coming together to become one. You're telling me that this special day is actually only about one of those people? That's true. Like, I don't, like, I hate that with a fiery passion. 
Well, because, that's one of the reasons why I love this argument because it's a very realistic argument between the two of them. Yeah. Where, in, in like, most times, like, you see wedding planning in TV shows, it's so quick and, like, you know, everything just falls into place usually on TV. Like, yeah. you know, you get a DJ or a band and it's no problem. Cake is decided with no problem. There's no arguments. Everybody agrees. Yeah. You know, a venue's picked up and it's never overbooked or, you know, things can be moved around at convenience. Yeah. It's like, okay. And this is like a real argument where they're like, you know, like, I want this. Well, I want this. Yeah. And I understand, like, you know, in the end, you really can't, if they're, if they're that different, you can't have both things. Like, somebody's going to, like, there's going to have to be some sort of compromise, whether it be one person caves to the other or they meet somewhere in the middle with these things. However, it can't just be about the bride. That's not fair to, to, you know, the groom or the other bride, you know, depending on what's going on in this situation, you That's know, fair. It, it, it can't just be about one person. I, I do have a question that is slightly off topic of how I met your mother, but it fits with what we're talking about here. Okay. What is your favorite all time TV show wedding? TV show wedding. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know that both of us have watched countless TV shows and yeah. countless weddings. Like, who, where, where, what ranks is your number one? Oh, man. I'm probably going to, like, forget about something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's so I'm many. I'm going to shock you with my answer. There's so many out there. Um, one that comes to mind that is, it's, 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 it's more because it's hilarious to me. It's, uh, it's from New Girl. And it's the first time Cece attempts to get married. Uh, it, and all the guys are like trying to pull pranks during the wedding. And I'll say this. One of the pranks involves a badger. <laughs> it's, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Uh, what is yours? The Office. Jim and Pam. That is a, that's a fantastic. fantastic I love the Niagara yeah, Falls absolutely. on the Maid of the Mist. Them just. Running away and doing it by themselves. Yeah, that that is great. Um, another one that I that I that I like is a little. Uh, it's not quite in the same. I mean, it's a, definitely a wedding, um, but it's not the kind of wedding you would expect. It's uh, the red wedding from Game of Thrones. So <laughs> many, so many people died. So, so many, many people, people died. died. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. <laughs> but yeah, so back to how I met your mother. I just wanted to ask your favorite wedding. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. Again, I'm probably gonna like think of something later on. And be like, oh fuck, I should have said this. <laughs> you know? Oh well, uh, tis what it is, and it is now on the internet. <laughs> well, it will be once I post this. We uh, so we head back to the bar and we see uh, Ted ask Robin to be his date for the wedding. She says yes, and they go back to the booth. Uh, Robin tells Lily uh, that she needs a dress, and they take off to go shopping. Yep. Ted Ted is really excited about this, you know, and, and he's like he's like giddy and gleeful and he's expressing that. And of course, Barney being Barney uh, rags on him. You know, he tells him he's going to uh, revoke his dude membership uh, to which I, I love Ted's reply. He's like, yeah, how was your how was that manicure yesterday? Which I'm just like, yeah, obviously, it's it's been shown in in future episodes and many that. Barney is very into that kind of stuff. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure in one of the previous episodes, too, he got a Manny Petty. He might have. I don't honestly he was remember. like, him, right? oh, I always take care of myself. Like, you know, like. Yeah. First he is, he is, Barney is what they would have referred to back then as, a, as like a metrosexual. Yeah. yeah. That, that I don't think anybody uses that term anymore. No. But that that's, I, I feel like it probably would have been around that time frame. That, I would agree. That would have been a term um, because he's a hundred percent, you know, he's like that kind of a, you know, that dude guy is always in suits, but he, he take, he does those things that you wouldn't expect, like gets manicures and things like that. I yeah. mean, first off, there is nothing wrong with taking pride in yourself. Like, oh, no, absolutely. You are who you put yourself out to the world to be. Yeah. And Barney's position of what he does for work, which we don't know at this point. Yeah. We just know that, you know, Barney's always in a suit. But yeah. his job would require him to look his best all the time. Yeah. So, therefore, him getting a manicure doesn't shock me at all. No, not at all. And hey, we, I don't think, I don't know if we ever actually learn like how much he makes, but he makes a lot. 
No, I think they just refer to it in buttloads. Yeah, he he like makes six, he makes a lot. six six buttloads of cash. Yeah, he makes a lot of. But lot I mean, also think about it this way: we know at this point that Barney is a player, and we don't know to the extent of the levels yet because that hasn't sure. really been like dove into. Yeah, but think about this: you're a straight man in a predominantly established woman culture, getting your nails and shit done. You are in prime pickings for fucking hot women. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if that's how it started. If Barney started going to like the salon to try and pick up chicks, you know, and then he decided this was a thing he actually enjoyed. Maybe and so he just kept. I really wouldn't be shocked if that was a thing. Yeah. So, uh, so future Ted chimes in again. I feel like this is the. The most we hear from future Ted yeah. in a single episode. At he least keeps, at this point. He keeps popping in and out uh, throughout this one, which I find interesting. Um, he says that uh, back then, he believed all it took was to put yourself and a girl you like together in a romantic setting. The stars would line up, and as he puts it, shazam! But life is not that simple, John. It's just not. I mean, you it know could that. be. It could be, but it's sure as hell never been for us. Uh, <laughs> out them, let me slam. I mean, I'm sure Barney has used that exact line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so out on the street, Ted runs into Claudia, uh, who's on the phone with the baker, which I find interesting. We eventually discover who yeah. this baker is, uh, and she's arguing about the cake. Yep. Apparently, uh, this person wrote down the wrong flavor. I don't know why I'm hiding it. We talk about spoilers all the time. This is Victoria. She's literally on the phone with Victoria right yeah. now. Which I find weird, though, because knowing how Victoria runs her business later on, I don't see her writing down the wrong flavor. I guarantee it was a mistake by Claudia and her. Oh, yeah. I, I guarantee you it was Claudia. I, I mean, just knowing both characters down the road. Yeah. I mean, Claudia is just a fucking mindless bitch. Yeah. I don't know what she, what uh, what Victoria had written down. I would have loved to have known. So, like, see to see kind of the the difference or like the closeness to it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I have no doubt that uh, either Claudia said the wrong thing, or had Stuart order it and he got the wrong thing. Or she changed her mind and is now taking, you know, being like a, a fucking Karen. Absolutely. And, and just using I mean, it again. She's a total Karen throughout the show anyway. It's, it's yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, I just, I find it kind of, like, I didn't, I never noticed it before <laughs> until re-watching it. And I'm just like, wait a minute. She's on the phone with the baker. And we know yeah. who the baker is. So she's, and Ted's there. Literally, Ted is a phone call away from victoria in this yep. moment and i just i find that so interesting like it was, it was just really cool uh some cool foreshadowing um like you said uh she uh, quote unquote apparently wrote down the wrong flavor which no she there's no way i i really don't think she would and claudia threatens to burn her shop down if she doesn't get it right i'm just like fuck she's nuts man yeah <laughs> she is nuts uh and as ted and claudia chat she says uh, that there will be a lot of single girls at the wedding. But Ted's like, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm bringing a date. Bring a date. And Claudia essentially flips her shit, man. And she's like, no, you are not bringing a date, Ted. Uh, you did not check plus one. They kind of go back and forth. Um, though Claudia does make some solid points in oh, her defense, solid. you know. Like, if you checked plus one, why don't I have her name to be written? You know, did I call you for her name? So it could be on the place card. Do, what did she order for her her meal, Ted? You know, you ordered the chicken. What did she order? So this is the <clears> one <throat> point where, like, I'll agree with Claudia on this one. Oh yeah, because she makes the comment about the whole place card thing, and Ted's like, "Well, you know, she knows her name." Yeah. First off, you all <laughs> all you said was bringing a plus one. Yeah, you didn't ask somebody until like the day before. So what would you have done? Put Ted's plus one on a fucking place card, Ted? Exactly. Like, hello. <laughs> like, this isn't like a, just like a, for lack of a better description, this isn't a poor person's wedding. No. Where it's just kind of willy-nilly, you know, fly by the seat of your pants. 
I was going to say this is a very expensive black tie catered event. I will say this: I've noticed this in is a thing in the How I Met Your Mother thing. Never before have I seen weddings with place cards. I have never been to a wedding that fancy. I have been to weddings where like people were like assigned tables. Yeah. Like you go to this table, you go to this table, but you can sit anywhere at that table. I have been to one wedding that had place cards. Fair. <clears throat> but like I mean at least we know for a fact that based on the show te- um Claudia and Stewart's wedding had place cards. Yeah. And when Robin goes to marry Barney, Ted calligraphies all the place cards at least three times. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's so, a, I mean, yeah. Like, it's definitely a thing in this show, yeah. I'm I'm assuming that uh, one of the, the showrunners probably had place cards at their wedding. Probably. You know what I mean? Um, and so that just was like, well, this is a thing that we did. <laughs> it seems normal. Let's put it in the episode. True. You know what I mean? I, I feel like that's probably why. Uh, so, like I said, they're going back and forth. She's giving some solid points. Then Ted just seemingly gives up the fight, which was something I found interesting. Because if he really believed that he gave a plus one, why did he give up so easily? Exactly. You know, that was another thing. I think deep down he knew he didn't do the plus one. But he was committed to to you know bringing Robin to this thing, so he had to he had to keep trying. You know what I mean? I mean, it makes sense. He was really trying to you know, <clears throat> Robin. Yeah, yeah. Deep down, I think he he knew he knew he didn't he didn't check that. I'm uh, and you're. I mean, yeah, yeah. So then uh, back at the bar, uh, Ted tells the guys that uh, Claudia is crazy, to which Barney replies, "But to be fair." She's also hot. Yes. This and is I thought this first, was a great, yes. Yeah, the first reference to the infamous uh, hot crazy, crazy scale. scale yeah. I, I was like, oh shit. Another thing I never caught before while watching this show. I've definitely caught that reference, but it didn't register to me until watching it now that this was a reference to the hot crazy scale. Yeah. Because, like, that'll come back a couple more times later seasons. Yeah, yeah. Plus, we also get the uh, the actual like scale at one point. But yes. I mean, like, there's it's referenced to multiple times. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you know, you get the actual scale, and there's the there's the line, and there's the the person that's referenced. And I forget her yeah, name. It's the Shelley Gillespie zone, something like that, is what it is. Yeah, but uh, yeah, which that I, actually I, turns I out to be the cool. name, man. Then kudos to you. I'm pretty sure that is the name. Um, uh, I just, I just, I love when we get to kind of see the seeds that they're growing throughout this show. It's really, it's, it's fun to be catching all this stuff and be talking about it with you. So, uh, so Ted, you know, he's obviously, he's trying to convince himself and and obviously everybody else that he did actually check that plus one, but Barney knows better. He knows that deep down Ted wants to be single and he keeps pushing him, uh, that way. Marshall tells Ted that he needs to tell Robin that she can't come. He needs oh, to, yeah. He needs to just, just stop messing around and just tell her. Because, you know, you, you, got, you shouldn't be messing around with the bride, you know, messing with, sure. with this wedding and all this shit. I mean, women love it when you tell them they can't come. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know what kind of ladies you're into, John, but fair enough. <laughs> uh, so we, we flash out uh, to the outside of Robin's apartment as Ted approaches we have not seen her apartment since the pilot, correct? Pretty much, yes. I don't, yeah, I don't think we, I don't think we've been back to the to the apartment um, since the pilot. The re-return, the re-return. Um, it, it's cool because inside you see the 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 blue French horn, French horn, yeah, which is cool. It's right there on her mantle, which I thought was neat. Uh, so Ted knocks on the door and Lily comes out, cutting Ted off from talking. He's not able to, you know say what he needs to say. You know, he's not able to tell Lily that uh, he didn't check a plus one. Uh, she starts explaining that she's been laying some groundwork for Ted, making him sound real good. And uh, that they found the dress, John. The dress. They found the dress. And when Ted sees it, he is absolutely floored and decides not to tell her that, uh, that she <laughs> can't go. I mean, I would be floored, too, because, I mean, I will say this straight out. 
Colby Smolders looks fucking hot in that dress. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. The wardrobe uh, picked a good one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then on the cab ride home, uh, Ted and Lily are, are there and they're talking. And Ted tells Lily that he does not have a plus one. That's where he finally reveals it to her. And Lily just suggests trying to sneak Robin in. And Ted's like, but we're not ninjas. Of course. Come on, man. Yeah, I like Lily's reference, though. Why aren't we ninjas? Yeah, why aren't we ninjas? Then she suggests asking Stuart. And she says, because, you know, the wedding's 40% his. And I'm like, wow, Lily, what happened to, you know, the bride wins? You know, if I mean, it's if it's not hers, if it's not if if it's not benefiting her in some way, she's just she's just a flip flopper over here. Well, I love how she makes the uh, the comment though later on after this when like they bring Marshall into it, and Marshall's like, "Oh, you went to," her. and she's like, "Well, you know, they the groom gets saying the non important stuff." Yeah, like who's gonna come? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's not important. <laughs> uh, so Ted goes to talk to Stuart. And Stuart agrees right away. You know, him and Ted are old friends, so it was like no problem. He he, he didn't care. Yeah. Uh, he says Claudia has been, you know, a bit crazy with all the wedding stuff. You know, Ted understands. Uh, so then back at the apartment, Lily trying to convince Marshall to have an outdoor wedding still. He's just not having it. And then Ted comes in and tells them that Stuart agreed to let him bring someone. And Marshall thinks this is a terrible idea. Absolutely. Terrible idea, and uh, that you, you just don't go behind the bride's back. It's not something now, that you should do. One of the things I thought was funny about this scene, when Lillian Marshall are bickering about the whole wedding, the yeah. indoor-outdoor still, Yeah, I love where Lily's like, you know, like, we can get married outside, and te- Marshall's like, yeah, like squirrels. Yeah, like a and couple of squirrels. Squirrels don't get married, and I just love his fucking response of, there's no possible way you can know that, Lily. Yeah. Like, it is straight-faced and delivered with such emotional <laughs> con- Like, it's conveyed so well yeah. that I believe somewhere deep down in his soul, Marshall Erickson believes there is, like, a little preacher <laughs> being like... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. That's hilarious. And, yeah, man, when Marshall talks about stuff, he does. He talks about it with such conviction and he belief. But I just, I love the way he simply, cause like he's doing shit as they're arguing. Yeah. And like, he just stops. He's like, yeah. Cause there's like any way you would know that Lily. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Uh, uh, yeah, and then, you know, and then this is where uh, Marshall finds out that it was Lily's idea. And she kind of jumps on that idea that the groom, you know, should have a say. But we were talking about uh, before. Um, yep. And they, they kind of go back and forth with that a little bit. Then Claudia calls Ted. Shit, man. Shouldn't have fucked with the bride. No. Nope. Uh, and Ted, being, being scared, of course, uh, hands the phone over to Lily uh, and makes her talk to Claudia. This is when uh, we learn that uh, when Stuart told Claudia what he did, they got into a huge blowout fight and broke up. And Claudia blames Ted. Blames yeah. Ted completely. Which, I mean, yeah. at this point, it is his fault. Yeah, I mean, she said no. And he decided to go a different route and uh, cause a rift between her and her 2B, you know? So uh, then while Lily's on the phone with Claudia, Robin calls uh, Lily's phone and Ted answers. And she, you know, she said, you know, she's excited about the wedding. She just bought some new shoes. Uh, Ted pretty much just kind of like rushes her off the phone. Uh, you know, says he's excited too, and just kind of get, gets out of there because he he doesn't want to deal with uh, what he has, what he should, I should say, what he what should he do, should yeah. be doing. Um, then Lily tells Claudia to meet her at McLaren so that they can talk, have a drink, whatever. Um, uh, and as I said before, we find out that apparently her wedding cost four hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and I, I just like I know that this is a thing with people who have money. I just don't understand why you'd spend that kind of money on essentially a party. I just don't understand. Well, there's there's an issue I have with this part of the scene mm-hmm. leading into the next one anyway. 
Okay. So Lily's on the phone with Claudia. Mm-hmm. Claudia's like, because you can clearly see Claudia's probably like at home still. No, Claudia was in, um, I'm pretty sure she was in a cab. Or, no, you're right. She yeah. is in a cab. Yeah, she was but, in a so cab. So then, like, Lily's like, well, meet me in the Clarence. We'll have a couple drinks, blah, blah, blah. We'll talk it over. Yeah, I, I talk about this. I have this in my notes, yeah, so we can, because uh, okay. real quick, right before, right before uh, what is to come, we see Ted and Marshall leave. Like, they grab their coats and they go out the door. But yep. right, at, right as the scene is about to cut, you see Lily walk like toward the bedroom. Yeah. So I'm just like, why? Like, what? Why didn't she go down? Also, I mean, she she looked dressed to me. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why she didn't just grab her coat and go downstairs and wait for her. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we know they live right upstairs from the bar. Yeah, literally a couple minutes. Boom, you're at the bar, and, and that leads right to what ends up happening. Like, I'm like. That could that whole part of the next scene could be alleviated because Lily was lazy, essentially. Lily, and Lily takes her sweet ass time. And that's what I'm saying. Like Because like like we were saying, Claudia is still like driving that way. Yeah. Like, you know, like she didn't she wasn't driving to McLaren's because she was just driving somewhere. Like I don't know where she was going, but Lily suggests how about we meet at McLaren's? Yeah. So then she had to tell the, the driver, the, the cab driver, to, to go to McLaren's. Who knows how long that would have taken. Hopefully not that long. But then, you know, we get there. We get to the bar. We Like, the audience gets to the bar. And Claudia is already there with a drink at the bar. And her, and her drink's pretty much gone. Yeah. So she's already been there for whoever knows how long. And she's visibly upset. And Barney approaches, of course. Yep. Making moves on her. Yep. Um, we see later on, we get another scene later on. Uh, I'm just kind of jumping it a little bit where Barney and Claudia have moved to a booth and had, which becomes the, the booth too, yeah. and have gotten another full round of drinks in them, yeah. which are probably Barney's second order of drinks. Yeah, I, I fully, I fully agree with that. And I'm like, how long did, what did she do? Go upstairs and take a fucking nap? Right, it's like she's like ah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in the shower first. She'll be fine, you know. Her wedding, right. her her whole life is falling apart. She'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> I mean, since we're in that part of the scene, might as well finish up. You know, eventually Lily does finally show up. You know, as Barney's kind of preparing to close the deal. I mean, he and was very close to closing the fucking deal. He was, man. And Lily grabs him by the ear. Pulls him away, threatens uh, threatens him, threatens to feed him. Was it to, to feed him uh, one each of his eyeballs and his testicles? Yeah, and I love how he's like, because she like gets a little stumble. He's like, well, which one are you going to make me eat? Yeah, and she's like, oh, uh, one of each. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought that was funny. Another interesting thing about the the bar scene, we we get a new bartender. Yeah, which isn't either one of the ones we're normal normally used to. And I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think we ever see him again either. Because he probably fucking killed himself. That's right. <laughs> and I tried to, like, like I went on IMDb. I was like, who is this guy? Has he been in other episodes? He's not even credited in the episode. Maybe the actor killed himself, too. Oh, jeez. That went a little darker than I expected. <laughs> he's like, He's like, I can't take this. <laughs> but he has some, like... Some good nonverbal like uh, acting going yes. on, you know. Yeah, when like, Barney's like, they all, the, uh, they all like uh, cranberry vodka or something like that, and he like gives him this look. Um, uh, when he's Barney's saying something else to her, he, you see him give another like little look, and then he does it again when they're at the booth. Yeah, he's doing some good stuff there. If you're paying attention, I thought it was really cool. Um, I was I was shocked, but. Uh, uh, Jumping back to Ted and Marshall, they go to Stewart's to yes. try and fix things. Stewart says that he wants to be single. Ted tries to convince him uh, and then has Marshall talk to him. But Marshall has some other <laughs> things to say. Uh, he tells him straight out, man, don't get married. Because if you can look at this girl and it's not easy for you, then she's not the one. Not you the know? one. She's not the one. Um, so... 
Ted, Marshall, and Stuart all walk into the bar. Uh, you know, after after Lily gets gets there and takes Barney away, and Claudia and him work things out, and they kiss. You know, I mean, she gets pissed when uh, when Stuart says that Marshall told him not to. To, yeah, not to marry her, which is funny because she just like tries to lunge at him, which I thought was hilarious. And then we get uh, fucking Ted over here asking about the plus one again. Yeah, like, now. dude, not the time. Read the room. Yeah, seriously. But then we learn after three more vodka cranberries, Claudia graciously agreed to let Ted bring a date to the wedding. So it's on, John. It's on, like. Fucking Donkey Kong. Yep. He's bringing Robin. He's bringing Robin Scherbatsky. That's right, man. He's bringing Scherbatsky. He's going to Scherbatsky all over the place. I don't think that joke worked, but I'm going with it. Uh, So speaking of Robin, Ted heads over to her place to pick her up for the wedding. It is the day. And she gets a call from work saying that they need her to anchor that night and they she needs to get there asap asap and, and ted you know being being ted being that good guy ted uh tells her to do it knowing that this is her dream um and I, he's obviously disappointed <clears throat> but he's happy for her you know then we uh we get to the actual wedding the wedding is finally here ted and barney they're sitting at a table uh, as lily and marshall are dancing uh lily and marshall discuss how nice the wedding is. They start kind of making some headway together and deciding their own uh, wedding by agreeing on some crab cakes. Crab cakes! But then they disagree on the sauce. Yeah, which which I thought was funny. Yeah, I thought that was great. But then they kind of laugh about it. It's a nice little moment for them in in kind of breaking down that wall that they've been been experiencing all episode. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, Claudia and Stuart come over to Ted. Because they want to meet. They want to take a picture with this mystery woman who uh, almost almost ended the wedding. Yeah, man, who fucking almost tanked everything. And when he says that she couldn't make it, all they can do is just laugh about it. I love Claudia's reaction. Like, she pinches. She's like. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, what's so funny? I I love her reaction. (laughs) Try and plan a wedding. Yeah. Like yeah, seriously, <laughs> I mean, planning a wedding is kind of a bitch. It really is. Uh, and he went through all that shit for nothing, which I think for is for nothing. Too. You know, it really. I mean, I'll be honest. It's it's really not for nothing in in the end because it made Ted realize that what he's doing with with him and Robin is not easy. That no. he does. He needs to move on at least yeah. for now. He needs to move on because we know stuff. Uh, it doesn't stay moved on forever. No, it um, doesn't. Then Claudia then tells Ted uh, that she found the RSVP card and hands it to him. And we find out now that he did not check plus one. He did not. No, obviously he uh, he wanted to be single. He caused all this drama on himself. Yep. Uh, he then spots a girl from across the room. Very similar to the pilot episode where he spots Robin. Yeah. Uh, this is the first time that we meet Victoria, who's, like I said at the beginning, we don't know actually know her name, but it is in the credits. And this is where the episode ends. I will tell you this. Her smile, because she gives him that big, like, yeah. smile right before they fade to black. <clears throat> yeah. That smile is just so amazing. Yeah. She's, like, she's, she's gorgeous, man. She's absolutely gorgeous. Like, yeah. she is one of the few celebrities, like, where I'm like, yeah, like, I, I would <laughs> in a heartbeat try to, like, marry her. <laughs> yeah, like, she is, I think she's one of the hottest that Ted is with at any point in the show. I would 100% agree with that. Yeah. So. Like, in all honesty, of all the women Ted's, Ted ends up with in this show, top three are instantly Victoria... Uh, Tracy, and then probably Robin. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say, uh, Stella, I mean, I, Sarah Chalk to me is, is hot. She's so. okay. I like Sarah Chalk when she got to like, I mean, in this show, she's got some weight to her. So, yes, I would agree that Sarah Chalk is a beautiful woman. I think putting her next to somebody like Victoria and, um, 
Tracy, though, does her no good. That's true. Yeah, I think my top two. I agree with you. The top two, I think, are definitely Victoria and Tracy. Plus, I never really got past uh, knowing what we end up knowing of her. I never got past Stella's personality. That's true. Like her cattiness for just being like, and it was like, it was trivial bullshit, but she was always making it into big shit. Yeah. Like, oh, we're moving to fucking New Jersey because, you know, Jersey's where we need to be. And then ends up fucking caving on Tony and moves back to fucking New York City. You oh, fucking yeah. daddy ass bitch. Fuck you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, obviously we're jumping way ahead in the show, but like, um, she pulls that shit. And she also, also allows Tony to make that fucking movie about about Ted. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing she, she knows such a horrible she life. obviously told him all these stories. Yeah. You know, and painted Ted like that. But uh, the, the worst part about it is though, is that so like you said, she tells Tony these stories, he makes this wedding this movie, and she's like, Okay. First yeah. off, if it wasn't for Ted, you'd have never gotten back with fucking Tony. That's true. That's true. I'm sure when that episode comes around. Ooh, it's we're gonna it's we're gonna have so much to say. It's gonna be wild. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is the episode, uh, season one, episode twelve, the wedding. Um, unfortunately for you guys, there is not going to be a Barney's blog today, uh, and that is because there was one blog for both this episode and next episode. It's it's a, a combined blog entry for that deals with both, and that is because. Uh, it's essentially a two-part running episode. Yeah, uh, Josh, so we were talking about it before yeah. the episode, and then, like these two episodes are essentially one day and the next day. Yeah. So, so we're going to cover that blog entry in the next episode. Yep. Uh, just so you know. Um. So, John, since this is the end, give us some uh, final overall thoughts on the wedding. I'm really glad that we're finally getting into Victoria. Yeah, me too. My heart fucking – I will tell you this. I know there isn't much happiness that I find in relationships, but Ted's relationship with Victoria, it's, it's one of the key things I want. Yeah. And yeah, uh, if it wasn't for, you know, the one thing that winds up splitting them up, the reaction that we get from her about it all, uh, she, she should have been the one, really. She should have been. You know, the only thing is, is like there's a lot of shit that goes down between the two of them, and then yeah. his inability to get over Robin. Yes, hundred percent. That's a that's a huge huge part of it. Huge, um, huge. I I thought this was a, was a, a great episode. I loved it. This, um, yeah. Though I think I like the next episode more. Just the structure. We're obviously, you know, you're gonna have to wait a week, everybody, to see that. Oh. But uh, it's 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 great. Uh, I hope that you. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this one. Um, let us know all your thoughts. All your uh, machinations about the episode today, right down there, you can see at off the. Ro- oh, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, go to off the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that was a great blooper. Oh man, who? Uh, I'm gonna leave that in, folks. That's right. Go to Off the Ropes JJ for any wrestling needs. Uh, <laughs> this is the right Twitter uh, at Last Call H I M Y M uh, for all the How I Met Your Mother uh, chatter that we have going on. We want to know your thoughts. Let us know uh, what did you think of the wedding. Uh, and honestly, anytime uh, we're gonna do an episode, I want to hear. Send us questions. Yeah. I want to know. You know, I want to be able to address some stuff on air i'd love to get you guys more interactive with the show uh again since you you know if you're listening on the podcast and you can't see it make sure at twitter at last call h-i-m-y-m hit us up there follow us there and uh if you're on apple podcast leave us a five-star review if you're liking what you hear uh and whatever you write as long as it's not too shitty. Uh, we will read that on air. <laughs> yes, we will. If uh, if you're if you sit there and you're just like cunt fifty times, I'm proud. I mean, I might read it, <laughs> but uh, I might truncate it and just say cunt fifty times, and then we are on our way. But uh, you know. <laughs> so, John, 
now that we're wrapped up here, let everybody know where they can find you on the internet. Well, I mean, you can find me at the same place like always, right down here at Simply Saint J One, which corresponds on Twitter with my podcast, Simply Saint with J, the Not Your Mama's Podcast. That's right. Uh, you can also find me co-hosting Off the Ropes with John and Josh with this luscious motherfucker. Uh, we talk about all wrestling that is wrestling that is about wrestling. Sure. Um, I mean, that's that's pretty much me. I, I mean, me in a nutshell is pretty easy. It's like, hey, I'm in a nutshell. Why am I in this nutshell? <laughs> oh, man, that is a dated one. Kids, if you, if you don't know that reference, kids, go look up Austin Powers. Watch. Oh, Austin man. Powers. Watch all Josh, three. What about them. you? Where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at JP Rayner. That's J P R A Y N O R. Or right down here at Movie Blog Merc. That is the Twitter page for my site, Merc with Movie Blog. Uh, if you're watching this show on YouTube, you're already on the Merc with the Movie Blog YouTube channel. Check out some of the great things. Me and John recently did a Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer reaction. So uh, check that out. It's got okay. some good views on it. So. Uh, add to that and make sure to hit if you're if you enjoy what you're watching hit that like button smash that subscribe button i want to feel it all the way over here uh-huh. and click that little bell so that you get notified anytime we drop a brand new episode uh, again i am josh rayner that guy over there he's john made this has been last call at mclaren's and john what do you got for him hey ladies and gentlemen you don't have to go home but you can't listen here. That's right. Catch you next time. Peace.